1: That's 800 760 1845.
2: Rick Tittle knows his sports.
3: I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch.
4: What's that? I'm in for Rick Tittle, Dominic Jimenez. Welcome to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Hour 3 of Tittle Lighting Sports going down. Not in the DMs, but uh, over the airwaves. And through the internet and all that other cool stuff. We got a uh, couple things coming up this hour. J.D. Sharp of Pro Wagering will join me on the other side. Talk a little Thursday Night Football. Talk a little Juan Soto, that trade... Official, he going to the Yankees. So we'll get JD's thoughts. Uh, we have an open segment at 25 after, so you can give me a call: one 878 play one 7529 seven eight seven five two nine. We'll talk some sports. You can talk Juan Soto. We'll talk Juan Soto, Shohei Otani Let's do it. In season tournament, NBA. Let's do it. Bowl season. I don't know how much I can contribute, but let's do it. Hockey. I know even less, but you know what? Let's do it. Whatever's on your sporting mind. Give me a call, uh, 25 after and at 40 after. Josh Pankow, the president of Leaf Trading Cards, will join me. Uh, you've heard me many times on on the air here. I'm a big card fan, so getting to chat with Josh is going to be a real treat for me. You'll See what Leaf's got coming up, and uh, y- you know it's cool. So it's it with cards, it's all about licensing. Uh, you can have logos and all that kind of stuff. Well, Leaf doesn't have. Any of the big licenses, they don't have MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL. They, they don't have those, so their sports cards don't have the team name or the team logos they get airbrushed out. But they can do some really cool cards and combine guys like Steph Curry with... Uh, other greats, Floyd Mayweather and Shohei Otani, just stuff like that. It's very cool. And they have a great celebrity line, so we'll talk to Josh and get his thoughts on that. However you might be listening, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Tune in, Stitcher, iHeart, American Forces Radio Network, very important day today, so sending uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, So thank you to all the troops keeping us safe. I'm Dominic Jimenez, J.D. Sharp on the other side, to Sports. Jim Gaffigan
0: here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk Wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses.
4: Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight
0: Talk Wireless, available at Walmart.
4: Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply.
1: It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647.
4: This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service,
0: and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARP. Betting. Email a screenshot
4: of your account to worldwide sharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33.
0: And this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together.
1: Now, more of titillating sports with guest host Dominic Jimenez.
4: Welcome back to the show. You know, the third hour, 10 after, first segment. We like to check in with one of our friends from Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. Bring in J.D. Sharp. Now, J.D., Thursday night, well, we'll get to Thursday night football in a second. We'll start with the big news, actually. Juan Soto to the Yankees for... Mostly a pitching package. Kyle Higashioka, the catcher also going back to San Diego. Uh, Michael King, the kind of headlining piece there going to San Diego. This trade uh, for you, does it move the needle for the Yankees? We saw the line. I think they were like 1,400, plus 1,400 to win. Now it's plus 800. For you, uh, so did the Yankees. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of more of the same. I mean, Soto's at least got the ability to hit for average if he has to, although he hasn't the last couple of years. Now, the Yankees' biggest problem is they're not putting together pieces that can actually consistently get on base and score runs. Soto doesn't steal runs. Yeah, he's a big power hitter, along with Judge, who's actually a very good contact hitter as well. Uh, But, you know, they traded Higashioka. That's Garrett Cole's personal catcher. You go through his splits last year. When he had Higashioka and when he didn't, there was a real difference in those numbers. So that Cole's not going to like that. And he had a Cy young year last year. King was a very – he wasn't even a – well, he was kind of a starter, kind of a setup man. But he had a very good last year, he had like a 2.5 ERA. Uh, Brito was very young. Thorpe, also very young. Vasquez, also very young. So, um, I mean, yeah, getting Soto was great. Uh, obviously, he's going to add he, – he's going to put all – he's better than Rizzo. we'll put it that way. He can hit for average, he can hit for power. He is, you know, he gets walked a lot. He's got a strong OPS. But did they make up enough for that with with Cole and losing, you know, losing Higashioka for you know Cole's catcher? And then they still don't really score runs. They're still not in a position where I mean they're going to have to definitely start Anthony Volpe. They need to get rid of all the other bats that aren't, you know, contributing at a high level that aren't getting on base and then doing the kind of the, the sabermetrics moneyball style of just translating to runs, and so and then also defense. So yeah, I mean, obviously getting Soto is going to be a, a big move for tickets. It's going to get people really excited. It's going to move the odds of the Yankees winning it all from I'm sure like nine to one to five to one, and and that's all good and fun. But you did trade away. Uh, some very good young talent, possibly uh, a consistent starter, or at least a setup guy. At the very worst, an elite one. And then you you gave away Garrett Cole, your Cy Young winning pitchers, his personal catcher in the process. So, um, was the juice worth the squeeze? I, you know, I, I think I think we're yet to see. It really depends on how they complete the roster. Um, around what they have because last year it clearly didn't work i mean they i think they scored zero runs maybe 10 or 15 times last year which was a, a record for them so uh you know w- whenever you can't handle one player going down with an injury you've got a serious problem and that's what happened last year with judge he got hurt for i think a month and the yankees had, had some issues with that so um that this kind of solves that problem but again i still think they need to add more dynamic talent that isn't going to hit 50 home runs or 40 home runs. That's going to hit 15 to 18 and steal 30 or 25 to 35 bases and score 80 to 90 runs and hit 280. We know the, or we'll call it a, an 860 to a to an or a, an 850 to a nine to a 925 on the OPS. If they do that, then I think they've got a real chance. But uh, as of right now, um, I'm not super impressed with the trade
4: from a Padres perspective, where do they go from here? Because we've seen this where they load up on young talent, they trade it for uh, MLB-ready star talent, and then that talent leaves. Uh, This is another one where they traded a bunch of guys over to the Nationals, high-end prospects. I think the highlight of that package was Mackenzie Gore. They bring in Soto. They trade Soto for, you know, to be determined batch of young pitchers. They still have Xander Bogarts. spent a lot of money on him. They've still got Manny Machado, spent a lot of money on him. Blake Snell's a free agent. Josh Hader's a free agent. Where do the Padres go from here? It feels to me like they're in a weird limbo phase where they're trying to get younger while simultaneously being competitive, and we've seen that across multiple sports, that's not always a plan that is conducive to actually succeeding.
0: No, exactly, and I agree with that. Uh, Well, I do think they're going to bring up Jackson Merrill, who is a I think he's number 8 or 9 prospect, shortstop, big guy, 6'3", 220, so they can move Bogarts under those circumstances. They did bring in a lot of talent. I mean, Michael King is, he's the type of guy that he could actually be their closer if they don't, if they decide not to to sign Hater and then Vasquez and Brito. Keep in mind that right now there is and, and Higashioka is a power pitchers catcher and they have those in spades. So it makes a lot of sense for him to come on board and and catch for Snell. What are they going to do with Gary Sanchez though as well? Because he, they they picked him up and he was Snell's catcher you know for half the season and he did a really good job. Um, but keep in mind that that pitch clock exposed a lot of pitchers who just really weren't that talented or just didn't have the stamina or didn't have the, the skill set to, to really make it in the major leagues. And so now pitching, pitching talent is going to be much more sought after than than it was in the past with this new pitch clock, which I think they might actually, I think they're talking about accelerating, which is even more crazy. So it'll just get even worse, most likely. So I mean, if, when you have two or three guys that are considered elite pitching prospects that can handle the new pitch clock, then they're going to have a huge amount of value. So if, if the if the Padres got that from the Yankees in this deal, then they're already ahead as far as I'm concerned because they definitely have the talent, the, the hitting talent, and, and Soda didn't add that much to the lineup last year in my opinion. In fact, he all he did to me was just inflate the betting lines. Now, if, if he, he just cost gamblers a ton of money. So. Um I, I like the trade from their perspective as far as picking up Higashioka and picking up King and a couple other prospects and then getting rid of, of Soto and his massive contract.
4: All right, we got a few minutes left here with JD Sharp of Pro Wagering. Let's we'll switch gears a little bit. Thursday night football. Last week we were treated to a good game. This week we're back to the, the Thursday night, you know, doldrums. Patriots at Steelers. A lot of injuries across the board for both teams. Ramondre Stevenson's out. Riley Reef is out. Najee Harris is questionable. Uh, is this one of those games? And there's been a lot of these, especially in prime time, where you, you get really picky or you just avoid it in in every sense of the word because there's just no way to really handicap two bad teams going at it.
0: There are there are so there are ways to handicap two bad teams getting after it. Um, the over is not the play. The under isn't the play. I'm I'm not touching the total whatsoever. I'm on the Patriots here. Uh, I, I think they can win the game. But, you know, Bailey Zappi, one thing that he has that Mac Jones did not have is, is a little bit of mobility. And he's fairly accurate. And so and Ezekiel Elliott, to me, has looked really good this year. He hasn't really had a ton of opportunity because of Stevenson. But I think that when, when he gets a chance to be the guy, uh, he, he's got a chance to have a pretty pretty decent game tonight. Um, so I, th- I think Zappy can contribute. They still have Gasecki and Henry and you know, uh, Smith Schuster and Devontae Parker, along with Ezekiel Elliott and the Zappy that can actually run a little bit. And he looked, you know that that pick that he threw in that game two two games ago, he went nine of fourteen before that for I think seventy five or 80 yards and wasn't a huge, it you know, wasn't a-, a massive yardage situation, but he definitely knows how to move the ball down the field and he's got that extra athleticism. And the Steelers don't play the run very well. In fact, they've given up—they've given quite a bit of points this year. They've given up, I want to say, eighteen to twenty-five points pretty much every game this year. Um, and the Patriots have done the opposite. They've actually lost four games scoring less than—you know—where the other team has scored less than ten points. That's that's really really—I'm sorry—less uh, than eleven points. That's really really hard to do. So um, the defense is playing well. Obviously, you no—they're know, intact. And Mitch Trubisky is kind of a walking, talking turnover. I think that Belichick, and I don't think he's very bright either. I think Belichick is going to be able to confuse Trubisky into a couple of different turnovers. I could see Ezekiel Elliott having a couple of uh, low distance, you know, three, two to four yard touchdowns or opportunities that will actually convert into touchdowns. And I think we're going to see Bailey Zappi move the ball a little bit against the Steelers, especially if the officials do not let Joey Porter just because Joey Porter, very good corner. You know, rookie out of Penn State, this guy plays the most physical football I've ever seen. And not like not not as far as LeGarrius Sneed style or Trevor's Ward style, where he like just like dominates the opponent because he's so big. No, he just hangs on these guys and commits interference almost every single play. So if they call that against the Steelers, that could be a big deal as far as moving
4: the ball down the
0: field for the Patriots. So, yeah, I like the Patriots to cover and possibly win this one.
4: There it is, J.D. Sharp, ProWagering, ProWagering.com. Thanks so much, man. Always a pleasure getting your insights. Hey. hey, thanks a lot, Tom. Of course, take care. I'm Dominic Jimenez. That was J.D. Sharp, Pro Wagering. We got an open segment, so you can give me a call at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529, and we can talk some sports coming up here on the Sports Buying Lane Broadcasting
3: Network.
1: You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA.
4: Welcome back. Dominic Jimenez filling in for Rick Tittle while he's in transit to the Army Navy game. He'll be live from Media Row on Friday. A lot of guests on the docket, but I won't. No spoilers here. Give me a call, 1 800 878 play, 1 800 878 7529. And as Rick says, get you in and get you heard. And uh, our pal Christian down in Galveston County, Texas, has done just that and he is on the line. Christian, what's happening?
2: Nothing much, Dominic Cashwaldo Jimenez. <laughs> By the way, before I begin, my condolences to those who lost their lives in the tragic incident that happened yesterday in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I know that it already affected, you know, the national finals rodeo at Thomas and Mac. It's probably not going to affect the NBA festivities, but still, though, it just sucks that, and we all know that sports is the joint chest of life. It just sucks that we still have to watch these sports, you know, happen when there's chaos like that in the background.
4: No, completely agreed mm. and it's it's a hard balance between all right, we're just going to keep playing sports despite what happened at UNLV versus All right, cool. We can, you know, we can distract ourselves from the tragedy and and have some sports. So it's it's always a tough balance trying to um both spend time reflecting on a any kind of tragedy when it happens versus Having uh, the semblance of normalcy uh, coming back uh, from a said tragedy in the same area, so it it is tough, and it, it, there's no right or wrong way to handle it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to fault anybody who's, hey, that's that's awful, but I'm ready for the in-season tournament. That's I, I that's fine. I, I'm not going to judge either way. But if you have, if the in-season tournament now puts you off, because your mind is focused on uh, the shooting at UNLV. I respect that opinion, too.
2: Understood. And you know what? Speaking of the NCs season tournament, I mean, I know that y'all over there out in the Bay Area haven't really been focused on it because the Warriors got eliminated from it early. Yeah. But what, have, what has your thoughts been about it? I know that people are basically saying it's like European soccer. It's like, you know... It's basically like a round-robin tournament, but, you know, with all the excitement of European soccer or Japanese professional wrestling. But still, though, what are your thoughts about it?
4: So I have mixed feelings about it. I, I respect that they are trying to do it, like you said, with European soccer, with, like, the Champions League where, okay, we take a momentary break. But the, the NBA's had to alter it. It's not the exact same model, but we're we're going to play these games mm-hmm. that have separate importance but still count for the regular season, but also count for something else. That part's a little convoluted. I mean, I completely understand the whole thing, but explaining it to somebody who's not a a huge sports fan trying to, like, what's this in-season tournament? It can get stupid. Um, I'll say the intensity of the games that have mattered for the in-season tournament, I've enjoyed. I'm not a huge basketball watcher when it's not the Warriors, and that's not because I don't like the sport. I love the sport. It's just, it's hard to get me invested in, you know, late November, early December for a Grizzlies-Thunder matchup. It, it, I don't even know if they played in the same group. But you get my point. It, it, it's hard to get me excited mm-hmm. about a team that's not mine. However, this early in the season at least, however, I've really enjoyed some of these games. That Pacer-Celtics game the other night, Fantastic. Tyrese Halliburton has used this, and we all, any basketball fan will tell you Tyrese Halliburton is a great player, but he's really used this in season tournament, the extra eyeballs, to really show everybody this dude is for real. So I'll say mm-hmm. the idea's been fine, the execution's been fine. But the fact that I'm I'm not a guy that watches basketball if it's not the Warriors until after Christmas, because it seems like that's when the players start caring. So I am all for the in-season tournament if it's going to give me the intensity and actual games being played like we've had this first time.
2: Exactly. And I mean, Tyrese Halliburton does have a bright future ahead of him, and not because the All-Star game is in Indianapolis this year. (laughs) But... Still, though, I got to agree with you on that. Now, one thing I want to also talk about real quick, even though I know you're not much of a big boxing guy, but it had just been announced earlier today that premier boxing champions have signed a deal to be on Amazon Prime with 12 to 14 events over a multi-year deal. I mean, with the NBA collective bargaining agreement and streaming, I mean, TV contract coming up, I think next year, do you think that the NBA might follow, you know, a similar route, like going to streaming services instead of just airing on television and somewhat airing on Max or ESPN
4: Plus? I was going to say, we've seen teases of that with HBO Max carrying some live games. I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's too much money involved for it to go by the wayside away from cable. Um, TNT does too many great numbers. ESPN does too many great numbers. I I, I think what we might see is an expansion of... Some games are available live streamed as part of your regular package, like we're seeing with HBO Max. Not every game is available, but certain games are available. I think maybe we see a slight expansion of that, but I don't see a scenario in which baseball, football, or basketball in the U.S., move exclusively to streaming unless there's some type of, you know, new service that is all-encompassing of all sports. And we basically have that with ESPN, and I don't see that even happening with ESPN. So I don't think it'll go by the wayside. uh, Cable will go by the wayside at all.
2: I mean, come to think of it, all you gotta do is hope that they don't do something like what Major League Soccer has done and put the entire league on one streaming service.
4: See, that's true, but... I would argue who was watching MLS outside of local markets on when it was on cable. Anyways, I, I think that one is okay just because the the viewership isn't quite as high as the other ones, especially with football and basketball.
2: <laughs> of course, of course, and all I gotta say is you know with the holidays, I mean obviously. I'm probably not going to be calling for the rest of the year, but I just want to ask you mm-hmm. when it comes down to the moments of this year sports wise what has stuck out for you, and what do you hope will improve in twenty twenty four
4: so this is a funny funny that you asked me this question um I have a pretty good memory, but when it comes to recalling dates and when certain things have happened. I'm almost useless. If you bring me into a trivia competition, I'm gonna do well. But if you ask, like I think was talking with uh, one of our other hosts, and I, we were talking about movies, and he asked me what my favorite movie was this year, and if I hadn't just recently looked at all, because I go to the movies few times a month so I've seen maybe 20 movies this year if if I hadn't just recently looked at all my old tickets I would have forgotten a bunch of the movies that I went and saw this year so when it comes to sports I don't have an obvious answer for you I, I'll say you know maybe the Chiefs winning another Super Bowl was a big one um you know the, the World Series is always solid the World Cup No, that was last year. Never mind. See, see, Christian, I have the Women's World Cup. That was huge news in terms of the U.S. failure, basically. So there were a lot of things, um, but there's not one seminal moment that sticks out in my mind off the top of my head. Although I'm sure I'm forgetting some kind of ground shaking event that uh, I just don't remember, which is a failure on my part. What about you? We got about 30 seconds. What was your uh, favorite slash biggest moment?
2: For me, it would be, and of course, I'm digging into the world of professional wrestling, all elite wrestling going to Wembley Stadium, selling that out, the Nuggets winning the NBA championship, the Astros coughing up and failing against the Rangers. I got a whole plethora of moments I would like to think in my head, but of course, I don't have any time. Other than that, I just hope that you're doing well. And, you know, if I don't call you after this week, or don't call a show after this week. I will see you in January. And ha- Merry Christmas and Happy New Year at Dom Jimenez21. It's been fun.
4: Thank you, Christian. I'm in all next week for Rick. So if you do feel like calling in, uh, I will not say no to that. I always love chatting with you and, and just my memory. Uh, yeah, I'm an AEW fan and I forgot Wembley was like five months ago. So uh, that's further proof <laughs> of just how much of a mess my mind can be when it comes to remembering things. Uh, happy holidays, Christian. Take care. That was Christian in Galveston County, Texas. I'm Dominic Jimenez. Up next, Josh Panko, president of Leaf Trading Cards on the SportsBuyland USA broadcast network, titillating sports.
1: Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life, especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now, every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited
4: time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded.
1: Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty.
0: Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess.
1: Pricing information, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654.
4: Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Evans. the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up,
1: You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA.
4: Welcome back to the show. Dominic Jimenez here, uh, Sports Byline USA, heard across the country and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And if you've listened to me for literally any period of time, I, I don't go more than a week without talking about it in some capacity. And I, thinking about it, just talked about it the other day. Uh, I love trading cards. I love talking about them. I love having people on to talk about them. And i uh, very excited to welcome in my next guest, Josh Pankow. He's the president of Leaf, Leaf Trading Cards. And uh, we're here to talk some cards. Uh, Josh, for you, I, I think it's a, cool st- it's a cool thing getting the story of when somebody fell in love with something that they, for the rest of their life, have been passionate about. So for you, what product or what was that moment for you where you fell in love with cards?
5: Yeah. So I've been lucky that I've never actually had to get a real job in the real world. Uh, I started collecting cards when I was like six. I actually ran a card shop from my house in the neighborhood, worked at card shops all through high school and college, right out of college, got a job with a distributor, then went to Upper Deck, uh, then had my own card shop, had an online retail. Uh, So I've pretty much done nothing but cards. So I would say I've been in love with them ever since I was a kid. I think the card for me that was the most memorable was, and this is probably a boring story because it's the same for a lot of people, was the 89 Upper Deck Griffey. I I grew up loving Griffey, and he was my favorite player. You know, I was nine when he started. And, uh, you know, that was a very iconic card, obviously, because it was Upper Deck's first card. And, you know, I immediately fell in love with Upper Deck and wanted to work there. And I was lucky enough to be able to do
4: it. All right. And you've you've talked about all your experiences at the different companies that you worked for and with. Now you find yourself the president of Leaf. Uh, What what has it been like coming aboard at Leaf with that hobby experience and kind of ensuring a smooth transition while still kind of retaining Leaf's core values and the way they want to do things while mixing in some of the stuff that you can bring in uh, kind of a different bird's eye view. Uh, So what's that transition been like for you?
5: Yeah, it's been very smooth. Honestly, uh, I knew several of the people that worked here. Actually, the head of product development, Greg Cohn, was actually my boss at Upper Deck back eighteen, nineteen years ago. So I knew him very well. Uh, I've known a lot of the people that worked here for a long time. So I knew the, you know, the core culture. I knew kind of what went on here. I had done some product development stuff on the side for them to help them with some products throughout the years, with tennis products and some other stuff. So, I mean, I was pretty familiar, but it's been a blast, you know, just really digging in. Uh thing I love about Leaf the most is the fact that we can do pretty much anything we want in terms of trading cards. You know, we don't have licenses, which some people see that as a negative. We see it as a positive because it enables us to put – you know, multi sports together, it enables us to do some really cool stuff that when you have licenses, you can't. So it's really amazing to be able to go from one day talking about pickleball cards to the next day soccer, to the next day baseball, to the next day football, and then being able to mix them all together. And that's just, you know, it's been a
4: blast. Yeah, nowhere other than Leaf can you find—I uh, don't even know if this exists—but something like a Pelé and Steph Curry signed card. It just—it doesn't exist. And that's what I—one I, of the things I love about Leaf. One of the other things that I think Leaf has really taken advantage of both, A, the with the way times have changed, and B, not be being beholden to any particular licenses, is Leaf in the NIL space. Uh, we, we've seen some of the collabs with some of the biggest names in college uh, sports and college sports and athletes who are influencers. So tell me a little bit about Leaf in the NIL space, because... I don't want to say you're dominating it. I don't want to put that kind of uh, pressure on you guys, but you guys are doing a fantastic job kind of carving out a space with NIL.
5: Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, we were one of the first people to jump in, Uh, to be perfectly honest. I don't think the hobby was ready yet because, you know, it had never been done. And then all of a sudden there were a bunch of college kids with cards and people. I, I don't know that they were ready for it they're more ready for it now, and I think if you're a college fan of football, basketball, any sport, you understand NIL is here to stay, and it's a part of your team getting better. It's a part of the entire environment with college sports, and now it's even trickling down into high school. I mean, we're going after high school kids now whether they're freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors. Like If they provide value, we're chasing after them. We're chasing after everybody we can, regardless of sport, regardless of You know, whoever we can find, we're really trying to do deals with anybody that makes sense. I think we, you know, do a much broader job of not just focusing on just football or just basketball. We will sign, you know, track and field stars. We will sign soccer kids. We will sign baseball. We'll sign anybody. Uh, And it's been fun because, like, some of that stuff really translates well to sales on the website. And the best thing about some of these deals is we can do them at an affordable price. So, if you're a fan, you can buy a card and you don't have to spend an inordinate amount of money or an exorbitant amount of money. You can just spend 15, 20 bucks on our website and get cards of these people. Uh, and that's been fun. Uh, it's been fun seeing the transition from collectors just buying stuff that five years ago they never would have thought they would even be able to buy.
4: Yeah, and you, you mentioned some of the kind of, I'll use air quotes, niche sports that you were kind of alluding to. You know, you've mentioned pickleball already in this interview. You've mentioned tennis. I saw that a poker, a new poker set, which we haven't had cards for in like 10 years, is coming out. A first official uh, PBA professional bowling set is going to be coming out. Um, what... Uh, I, again, it's a business, obviously. You wouldn't be doing these things if there wasn't a, a market that could be uh, generate revenue, but uh, as a creator and as somebody who is enjoys cards, how cool is it for you to be able to be part of that team that can connect fans of these sports and these athletes that 99% of the time would not have representation in the card market?
5: Yeah, I think that's one of the most fun things that every day we get to do something fun and unique uh, with trying to find that value wherever we can. Uh, And I think we do a great job of it, whether it's, you know, other sports, we do a ton of female stuff, which I would, honestly, I think we do more on the female side of sports and cards than anybody. Uh, We actually have a set coming out in 2024 that'll be just women of sport and it'll have all different, Top female athletes from pickleball, golf, tennis—you uh, name it. With some of our competitors, if it's you know if they're not going to make millions and millions of dollars, they don't want to touch it. If we can make a little bit of money, but put something out there that's intriguing, we're happy to do it. It brings more eyes to the site, and hopefully, it just brings more people into the view that we want people to collect what whatever they want, and we don't want to restrict them by saying you can only buy what we're going to make. Like we want to make a bunch of different options for them. And the other, we really try and make sure that we have price points all across the board. We certainly don't have anything nearly as expensive as some of our competitors, but we also want to make sure that we have stuff that's affordable because, quite frankly, trading cards has gotten less affordable over the years because it's gotten really expensive, and we want to try and keep that affordability for everyday collectors that can't spend $1,000 on a box of cards these days.
4: As a really quick aside to prove that Josh isn't just blowing smoke as the president of Leaf, he talked about the their kind of focus a little bit on the women in sports. Kelsey Plum, I'm a big WNBA fan. Kelsey Plum, one of my favorite players, hasn't had an autograph out of a pack or anything, a trading card, since her rookie year. Leaf had Kelsey Plum trading cards earlier during the season this we summer, did. so I'm just yeah. throwing that out there. Uh, we're speaking with Josh Pankow. He's the president of Leaf Trading Cards. Uh, and I was looking at your Twitter and I saw that you were a big wrestling fan and with any community card collecting and that hobby not excluded from this there's a lot of great stuff and there's a lot of toxic stuff and I think Leaf was responsible for one of the biggest positive news stories in the hobby of the year you guys got Dwayne Johnson on board to sign some cards for your upcoming Leaf Metal Legends wrestling product A, what a get uh that's unbelievable, but be as a wrestling fan yourself did, did did you do some cartwheels and and scream for joy and scare some people with how loud you got when that happened?
5: Yeah, when we first heard that the deal was going to potentially come to us, yeah, we hear a lot of deals to be honest and you know, we try not to get excited cuz for every one that you get, there's two or three that you don't get cuz You know, you get a little close and then the person backs out or they think they can get it and they can't or whatever it is that may have the deal fall apart. So once this one came to fruition and, like, the stickers came in and we're like, guys, like, we really did this. Like, this is amazing. Uh, It was amazing. Obviously, from a wrestling side, he is one of the top three or four or five names in the history of wrestling, I would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the amazing thing about him for us is – we do so much pop culture stuff that he makes a lot of sense there too. Like, you know, obviously a huge uh, movie film star. So, uh, you yeah, know, that's what's amazing about some of the people that we can try and use in multiple ways. The wrestling product is going to be one of the greatest products we've ever done. Cause I, I still don't think people totally understand what that product is. I mean, it's, it's all of it is autographs from just the top five wrestlers ever. I mean, it's, it's all Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Dwayne Johnson, MJF, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Those are the only single autographs in the entire product. There's some multis with other people, but uh, even the multis are just ridiculous. So every autograph is just absolutely ridiculous. And you also get base cards in the pack, and every base card is from one of those five as well. So this is not, when we call it Legends of Wrestling, that's truly what it is. We're not you know, skimping and putting a couple of names in there that really aren't that good. Like, all of these names are just incredibly good. And I'm not sure that point really comes across until people really start opening it. And box after box after box is an autograph numbered to 10 or less of one of these top five wrestlers of all time.
4: We've got a couple more minutes with Josh Panko, the president of Leaf. Um, what are some of the things that you're excited that you can share about for 2024 as we you know, we're only a month away, unbelievably, and yep. uh, that th- things that make you excited for the collectors and fans of Leaf that uh, you have in the works over there.
5: For sure. That's a great question, and I, you know, I get excited answering that one. Uh, there's a couple things that we're very excited about. I think the one thing that collectors will be the most excited to hear is that we are striving for an entire year with zero redemptions. Uh, that's our wow. goal. We may not hit it and we may end up having to throw some in, but the redemption rate at Leaf Trading Cards is going to be so insignificant that you're not going to notice that there's redemption cards. I think we do a pretty good job of that already. We have tons of products that have zero redemptions, but we're going to, we're, our goal is to aim for zero redemptions across the board. Uh, We're really pushing the envelope on the pop culture side. In the past, we always did one pop culture product a year. In 2024, we're going to have at least three, potentially four, where we're signing some of the biggest names in Hollywood, some of the biggest names in music, some of the biggest names in celebrities in general. And, you know, in the past, we were happy if we got one or two big names. Now we want, you know, 20 or 30 big names every year. So we're really excited about that. You know, all of our football and baseball products are going to be an absolute blast because we're kind of getting away from the draft model where every football-baseball product will just be football-baseball, meaning they'll have some NIL, they'll have some draft, they'll have some current, and they'll have some retired and some legends. So we're going to do a good job of mixing all that up so that you're not going to open up a box and get five draft kids who you might may or may not know who they are. We will have a metal pickleball product coming out, which uh, the, our first pickleball product, Pickleball premiere, was crazy people loved it it went nuts uh and then we're going to do some bowling products which we have not released our first bowling products yet we have the exclusive pba license and we will be doing a couple of bowling products in 2024 which should be a lot of fun the best thing about those products is they're super affordable uh you can buy those boxes for 50 60 bucks and get a couple autographs and you don't have to pay two and three and four hundred dollars so We're really excited about everything we're doing. Uh, We're trying to keep our pulse on the market as much as we can to make sure that we're not putting products out there that don't make sense. So we're very excited about 2024 and can't wait to put some of this really awesome stuff out there and let collectors decide what they want to buy.
4: All right, really quick, Josh. I'm going to put you on the spot. i got about 20 seconds. I can hand you any box of Leaf product right now. What are you choosing to open?
5: Oh, gosh. Right now, I think I would probably pick... If it's something that's already released, it would probably be Vivid Football. I love Vivid Football with all the vet and rookie content. If it's something in the future, no question, I'm opening a box of Legends Wrestling. <laughs> it's not 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 even a question. All
4: right, We're looking forward to it. That is the voice of Josh Pankow. He's the president of Leaf Trading Cards. Josh, thanks so much for taking some time and joining us, and we're really looking forward to seeing what else Leaf has coming down the pipeline. We can't wait.
5: Appreciate it. Thanks for talking to me, and it's been a blast
4: likewise it's definitely been a blast once again josh pankow president of leaf trading cards and we're talking about uh, some cards and uh, yeah i'm a wrestling fan so i'm also looking forward to that legends of wrestling set coming up soon with dwayne johnson and, and i'm dominic Jimenez. this is Titter Lighting sports on the sports byline usa broadcast network
3: It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now.
1: 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800 485 That's
3: 800-485-6003. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans?
1: That's 800-433-0539 Paid for by Fix My Student Loans Remember
0: in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family you never imagined it would come to this Instead of living your dreams you're living with debt In fact, it's smothering you Now there's a way you can take back control
1: 800 2153 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153, that's 800 You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA.
4: You know, I was looking at my Facebook memories from last year and my trip to Seattle, and uh, I'm a guy who likes the cold weather, but I've never actually been somewhere during the winter where it's actually, you know, cold. And uh, I'll, I'll just say I was grateful I had my Columbia sportswear jacket. It wasn't quite snowing, but the wind chill was brutal and it was wet, so uh, I was not worried about the weather because uh, I had the Omni Heat Infinity Collection jacket from Columbia. Uh, it was perfect warmth with tiny gold dots that reflect my, reflected my body heat on the inside, protected me from the cold and wet on the outside. Uh, no snow, sleet, or chilly temps were able to stop me. Uh, so I'm going to encourage everybody to go out shop the Omni Heat Infinity Collection now at Columbia.com/Infinity. Those things are amazing. I am just saying. If you are somewhere where it's cold, snow, the wind gets bad, all of those things, yeah, go get one of these Columbia Sportswear Infinity Collection Omni Heat jackets. They are amazing. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Rick, tomorrow, live from the Army Navy Media Row ahead of the game. I'll be in next week for Rick. Lots of sports to talk about. Maybe we'll have a Shohei Otani signing uh, to break down. I'm Dominic Jimenez. This is Sports Byline, USA Broadcast Network, titillating sports. Up next, Wrestling Observer Live.